Welcome to the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. This second series of the podcast is presented under the banner of COVID Connections, and I will be chatting with several of the fabulous people with whom my path has crossed over these challenging past 12 months. My guests today are Louise Finley and Deborah Taylor. Louise and Debbie have been friends and work colleagues for more than 25 years, and we met a couple of years ago through Scottish Swimming. Prior to the COVID lockdowns, we would probably describe ourselves as having connected through work and would occasionally meet over plans for seminars or conferences. Over this past year, however, we have connected weekly online and have developed a lovely friendship and had some fabulous conversations. Today, we invite you into one such chat. Welcome to this edition, this next edition of the Coffee and Conversation podcast. Um, this is, this is part of the COVID Connection series, um, but it's slightly different. So today my guests are Louise. Hi, Louise. Hello there. Hi. And, and Debbie. Hi. And now, so we did know each other before COVID and I suppose through work, really, through swimming and connections. But then yeah. COVID hit and I don't know how we ended up doing it, but we just decided. So we've, we've spoken once a week for an hour or so every week since covid hit and whereas maybe before we did kind of yeah we'd have met for a coffee and a chat and um you know done a bit of work but we've kind of like bonded and like learned so much more about each other through weekly zoom chats so so yeah and and what i've yeah so for example i've learned that debbie likes cream eggs (laughs) (laughs) eggs. (laughs) and louise has got herself a greenhouse on order yes i have <laughs> I've only got 20 weeks to wait but I'm, I'm counting it down so yeah so i thought we would record something because it's kind of it's just been really in a weird way like we probably wouldn't have spoken this much had it not been for covid we, you know we just still met up every so often but we've definitely got to know each other much more mm-hmm. through our regular zooms mm-hmm. so so yeah, so it highlights what I always see is there's always a positive. Mm-hmm. There is indeed, 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 and we have so Ava, who is uh, one of Debbie's grandchildren, was on the podcast back in the uh, the Young People series. So yeah, so at some point as well, we're going to get Ava back to ask us the questions because I think she's a, a little star in the making. <laughs> <laughs> so as ever, right? So there's a bit of a rambling introduction, but as ever. Um, yeah, who would like to share a quote first? Because we'll start with that and then see where this today's rambling conversation goes. Louise, are you going to Yeah, sure. I've go got for it. The, the, the history of this quote that I've got here on this bit of paper, which is pretty, I don't know if you can see it. It's mm-hmm. pretty, um, this has, has been pinned up in my kitchen for probably about eight years. Um, and it was something that um, I used to hang nearby my children as they left the kitchen to go to school so um I quite like Mia Angelou and um I like some of her stuff so um and her quote was no matter what happens or how bad it seems today life does go on and it will be better tomorrow oh I love that mm. I, I like that, that. one mm-hmm. I love so it's that. like it's kind of marries into Debbie's positivity and that it's probably you know yeah, yeah so um and I think it uh yeah, it's a great way saying because tomorrow's a new day and who knows what it brings kind of thing. So I really like that quote. Yeah, and I love that it's been on your wall. It has, and it's kind of a bit dog-eared now. But yeah, <laughs> I've got a thing about putting quotes on walls and um, 
I've got them dotted around inside wardrobes and things like that. So, <laughs> see, we learn things about each other every time we speak. I know, I know I don't share that very often because think people will think I'm weird. But <laughs> <laughs> no such thing as weird, just interesting. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Uh, and Debbie, what was what would your what's your quote that you've got? Well, I suppose my favourite quote, and I think it comes from the challenges more at in the working environment and the different behaviours that you encounter and the different scenarios. So the one that I live by all the time is try, don't let anybody dull your sparkle. Because, you know, it's about us not letting it affect us. And those people can <clears throat> conduct themselves and act in a certain way, but it's how you allow it to, to affect you. So, um, yeah, and I didn't know whose kind of wee quote that was. So I looked it up for this and it was Marilyn Monroe. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Jane, you know from our office, we love a wee bit quote. Uh-huh. And so people would say, oh, your office is a bit messy with all that on the wall. You know, we, we look at those quotes all the time, but that's the one that always sticks with me. That and that there's always a positive. Mm-hmm. And I try very hard to live to that every day. And Louise's quote kind of sums it up. If you do get that challenge, try and deposit it, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And and tomorrow's another day. Mm-hmm. But I do try really hard. Mm-hmm. And, it's re- and it's really interesting, actually. Like, I I didn't know what, I never know what quotes people are going to bring when we start chatting. Um but those quotes so feel relevant for both of you. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they kind of encapsulate what I feel like I've learned about you over yeah. the time that we've known each other. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's lovely to, see, lovely to see them, hear them. And I think as well that what's interesting is, and, I, and you know, I've in many, for many years worked with Debbie, she would of very often say don't, in those days, don't let it get to you, don't. You know, we mustn't we mustn't let this get to us. Let's, you know, and then she's changed it to don't let it dull your sparkle as it's as she's kind of and it's very you know, it is part of Debbie's kind of way of being, you know. Uh, and that is true yeah. to her, you know. It is, and it's interesting as well. Um that it's Marilyn that feels very I didn't know it was Marilyn Monroe, but you kind of think about it and you think, yeah, that's so fitting. You can just mm-hmm. imagine her saying it almost. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Yeah, I think as well, you know, some people um, deposit verbally or just in their their um, body language negative thoughts. And I, I think sometimes they don't understand the impact it can have on people. Mm. So, yeah, and I, I think that's got worse as years have gone on. Mm-hmm. That, uh, you know, out there, sometimes I feel there's a huge lack of respect for one another and I don't know what you think, Louise, but in the workplace, well, it's certainly not the laughs we used to have. And I'll give you a bit of a laugh. No, it's not, Debbie. It really isn't. Um, and I know you always look back with rose-tinted glasses. We all do. But we yeah. certainly, and I can't put my finger on why, but I, we certainly felt more camaraderie and team playing. Like, oh, we all had a part in a team. And we were, and I'm not, it was very supportive and, and um, very much a case of everyone's everyone's listened to and needed, whereas now it's not like that. And and I'm not going to go into depth, but you know, I, I went to work Tuesday, and on Wednesday I met Debbie at ten thirty for the walk. And I was, and I mean, I'll joke about it, but I felt like I was having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I mean, I was so miserable and so fed up, 
And basically, the, the cause of that was the way I'd been spoken to and treated. You know, um, and, you know, Debbie was great, but she she can't take away that feeling inside of you that I I don't like, I really can't understand it and I don't like it. And it's bugged me. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it was interesting. We had a long chat and I knew we'd come up with some kind of solution and we had to kind of, you know, we're getting older ladies now and we'd always said we started together and we would finish together. And Debbie's getting nearer that, that than I am. So we've got to plan it carefully so we finish together, you know. Um, yeah, Debbie's put, for, the, for everybody listening, Debbie made a little wry smile there. <laughs> <laughs> as, as if it was like, thanks friend for reminding me that. Oh yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it, Debbie? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and I think what, and maybe this is about your quote as well that you both brought. But there is a real sense, and you know, we, how we met. You know, I've come out and observed, and you know, spent some time with you in your, you know, your environment. And I absolutely get the sense with that that what you say is how you are. And I think there's something in there, you know, around the work you do in sort of supporting others and building that in and helping people understand that the tiniest thing the tiniest thing that you say or don't say or how you are and or how you you know things you don't do those can have a massive difference on the people that you're working with Mm -hmm. and the more we can be aware of that and you know understand and there's some kindness in there as well you know and I know we've we've talked previously about you know how you remember those people that just go out of their way to be so kind to you yeah yeah, absolutely. You know, and what what I was sitting thinking about was Jane. You know, the other quote that um, kind of sticks with me at the moment as well is about, um, and I can't remember how it is. If you teach me, or oh, what is it again? I've probably got it written down. Oh, is it something like uh, yeah. involve me? And at the end bit is it is it involve me and I'll understand and that? Understand, yeah. yeah. You know, and how many situations you've been in and. One of the things I remember, Jane, was working with you at Stirling when the new SSTQ and how you um, conducted your breakout group and how you listened and how you discussed points that people put in. But it was the way you received them. And I remember leaving and I remember saying to Louise, I met a lady called Jane Booth and she was fabby. And then you were... (laughs) And then you, you chatted to me at the end about my pen, my situation of my different colours, you know, and I said, no, you keep that pen then, you know. And I've still got it. It's in my pencil case. <laughs> yeah, but it's that, isn't it just that, you know, if you're happy, you make other people happy. And that is something that, you know, when I'm delivering or I'm working with, I try really hard to do because it's that, again, back to that positivity and it rubs off on people. Mm. And yeah. But there are some people it just doesn't work with. (laughs) And there's another quote in my head. Again, it's a Mayor Angelou quote, but people will remember, people will, and I'll get it, I won't quote it verbatim. But it's how you make people feel. Exactly. It is. And people will will remember how you made them feel. And I think there's something really powerful in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that example of you and, you know, me leaving thinking, oh, that's great, you know. (laughs) That. <laughs> oh, well, do you know what? That's really nice to hear because the, the thing I dread the most is people going away from sessions going, oh my God, who the hell was that? <laughs> not at all. And who does she think she is? <laughs> there you go. There's me sharing my insecurities out there. No. No. I think vulnerability is 
Sorry, Louise. No, I think being vulnerable is brave. And I think, you know, being honest and saying like the amount of times I've said to Debbie or we've said to each other, I'm nervous about doing this. I hope I can do it. And then we help each other to, 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 to feel better about doing it. And yeah, and I think that's, you know, but it's it's a good thing to be nervous sometimes. Yeah. It's a good thing to be vulnerable. And because I think if you were the other way, you wouldn't learn anything because you thought that's you knew right. it. Anyway, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, yesterday, Louise, on that um, CPD we did, so yesterday we joined Swim Island for a, mm-hmm. a CPD. And the one thing that stuck from her session was the difference between self-confidence so and self-esteem. So I wrote that down, Debbie. So did I. And I thought, you know, sometimes it made me think about me. And I thought, and it took me back to, you know, if you prepare and you, you know, you'll deliver okay. So sometimes self-confidence, I think, well, I know what I'm talking about. But then the self-esteem is like, oh, God, well, I do it well enough. So that stuck with me yesterday, Louise. It's funny that you wrote that down as well. She said, self-esteem is who I am. Yeah. And self-confidence is what I can do. Yeah, yeah. So and a, lot, a lot of her delivery, and I thought, I mean, she was great. She had a lovely voice. She was, she was a lovely girl. She's saying what, what we would say in a different way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But yeah. something that I was, she said yesterday was, she was talking about emotional well-being and the well-being of babies and young children when you're teaching them. And Debbie and I often say sw- teaching swimming to, to use young ones is about so much more than just teaching them to swim. And I thought, you know, that's feeling of security in the water and their emotional well-being. And But it's true for adults too, isn't it? You know, and I thought that, you know, when we deliver a course, I want people to feel comfortable. I want them to feel, you know... Um, some of the training I've been doing, and Debbie was with me uh, just before Christmas with some of it, people are coming back off lockdown and their emotional well-being is very, very low. And yeah. they will openly say, you know, I, I was chatting to someone yesterday um, and they were saying, I've come back better this time, but I've still come back in a bad way. And, you know, quite openly telling me that, you know, and I'm nervous and I'm worried. And so I wanted to make the training fun. And if they slipped up, I wasn't really going to. Make a big deal of it. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't even maybe gonna notice because I know when they get back in sight, they'll just pick it up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just I don't want people to feel like that. I feel very sorry for them. You know, that's tough, really yeah. tough. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So that emotional well-being I picked up from her yesterday, Debbie. Did you? Yes, definitely. Yeah. It just and, yeah, and it reminds well, me of combined as one thing, whereas really it kind of highlighted yesterday. You know, it made me think about it. And I even went and I Googled <laughs> afterwards looking at, you know, uh, the meaning. Because you do know the meaning, but it was just the way it kind of separated. So that was, yeah, that it was interesting. It makes it? You, yeah, and that's, maybe that's the, you know, that is always the sign of a, that you've been in a good conversation or something. That you mm-hmm. kind of come away with, oh, I want to know a bit more about that. Or that was interesting. And, you know, how can I find out more? Or what does that mean? And, you know, that those those questions that you're asking yourself. You know, that's a that shows that there's something that's been sparked in your curiosity that you're like, oh, I'm quite interested in that. Yeah. yeah. And just thinking, just going back to what you were saying about the emotional well-being, I've got this image still in my head, and I, you know, I, I I've never I've never forgotten it when I was watching and came, coming to see you at one of uh, your sessions, and the little boy he was crying his eyes out and absolutely yeah. distraught, in you know, and just 
and he I think he, you know he got he, he was obviously crying about something to start with but then had got so distraught was just in you know falling apart almost but the you know the the the, the way you worked with him not to kind of um you know, almost, I don't know, the word, right, it's not the right word, but pander to him and kind of go, oh, don't worry, it's all right. And, you know, but to be there and give him the confidence so that by the end of, you know, by the end of his half an hour in the water, he was in the water. And he was still kind of every so often going, oh, <laughs> but he was in the water. He was looking yeah. much more confident. And, and it was, yeah, so it was how you were able to, to, you know, just be there and be supportive but guide and, you know, enable him to have achieved something by the end. Um, and that feels, yeah, that feels quite, that, and that will always stick with me, I think, in that idea of, you know, giving people, making them feel safe and, you know, and being really aware of how they're feeling, but also not letting that cloud everything and just going, oh, well, don't worry, you don't have to do it. Yeah. And I think just done that. over the years I've watched Louise do that, as she probably has with me, numerous times and it boils back down to that simple thing of the human connection <laughs> you know and people say oh I, often when we're training and we solve things like that people will say I don't know how you do it and it isn't anything magical it's just you might get down on your knees and get close to them and speak to them at, and you just slowly and it's amazing how quickly you can build that relationship with a child or an adult. Adults sometimes take a bit longer, yeah. but it is, it's the human connection. And that's the bit sometimes in society now, but not everywhere, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I had it one day with you, the human connection was there, Jane, but with other people, you can work and work and work at trying to get it. And it, you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall. So you keep, it's positive though, because you keep challenging yourself to try and overcome it. But yeah, it's the human connection, yeah. isn't it? Definitely. Um, and I think with young children, um, their imagination, I, I and mm. I know Debbie's the same, I absolutely love working with young children, really, you know, um, Tilly, two, three, all the way up, you know, because their imagination is so... Wonderful. You, know, you, can, you can change it like that if you just suddenly, you know, some of the stupid things we've said in the past, you know, <laughs> Like one of our one of our ones, you know, take your armbands off but keep your arms on, you know, those kind of things. And I get some smiles. I've got a bag of smiles in my pocket. You know, or you go way off in an imaginary, beautiful kind of, you know, and they come with you and you can do anything, you know. But then as Debbie said, when you get to adults, it's more challenging because you can't you, I don't, you know, um, last night, uh, Amy went upstairs, my daughter went upstairs and um, when they were, <laughs> and I don't know why, but I did it last night, when they were wee, I used to go up on my hands and knees and push the door open and not go in to their bedroom and <laughs> they used to think it was really funny and I don't know why I did it last night because she's nearly 21, but I did <laughs> and I just pushed the door open and I kind of, you know, do silly things and she said to me, I know it's you mum, just come in. <laughs> But when I went in, she was giggling, and I thought that <laughs> brilliant. It's just that I don't know why we do things. It's just it's that with kids, isn't it, Debbie? It's just yeah, it and is. you know, Jane. Sometimes when we at work and we work with kids, and this is you know, and we'll get that connection going, and the way it's broken, or a good the way it's severed sometimes, 
is by a parent saying, you don't have to go in. I'll just give you a cuddle. (laughs) And they break the connection because they stop the child looking at you and you've lost all of the imaginary world you've built up is gone because they've been brought back to reality. Debbie, isn't that true? And you think, oh, I was nearly in. We were nearly in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's, you know, that's, um, so like I was up late last night um, because I stayed on, I went, to, um, there's a Canadian network of imagination and creativity and they've been doing like online uh, monthly idea, uh, yeah, ideas jams. Um, and it means staying up till midnight and sit, but they've been really interesting. And this whole idea about, you know, what you can, what you can imagine. And there was a great quote from the lady who was speaking last night, who was inspirational. And she said, if it doesn't exist, create it. And she was talking about, you know, big things and, you know, systems and schools and education. But just as you're speaking, I'm thinking, do you know what? That applies everywhere. If it doesn't exist, create it. And even if that's creating it in with words or, in your imagination you know that's what that's what we're able to do as humans and maybe we've lost some of that somewhere along, along the line and yeah it can be really powerful to kind of be in this and I love how you described it as you know we've built this imaginary world that can be broken like that yeah and yeah. just disappear yeah. We, in our room in Portobello um, and I don't know why Debbie and I did it we had lots of quotes but we also started for some reason we've only got two or three pictures and there's a picture we printed off and it's in colour and it's kind of in Norway and it's loads of snow with a little wooden chalet and the, there's a light, a, re, a, a really welcoming orange light in the window because it's night time and the stars are all glittering and there's all this snow. Debbie, you know the one. Yeah. And yeah. we put it up because it's almost like a memory palace. It's like a, oh, see when something's going wrong at work, I'm going to go in that door and I'm going to sit in the warm and just take a moment. You know, it's like, it's the same effect as a quote, mm-hmm. but it's a picture. And it's, mm-hmm. we started yeah. to do that, Debbie, didn't we? We, It's weird. Yeah. Mm, I love that. And, and it's, in, you know, it, it's what I find and what I, you know, really like about, um, you know, the, the two of you, is you, you know, you've worked together and been friends for, you know, a number of years. I um, was kind. Was I being kind there? I was like being more kind than you were, Louise, earlier with your. <laughs> um, but it, you know, I just there's there's a, there's a kind you know you've talked about human connection, but the two of you have clearly got that human connection and had it right from the off, and it's yeah. just evolved and developed. And you know, yeah. you, you live pretty near each other, and all through lockdown, have you know been able to at least still you know walk and just you know wave at each other from across the road sometimes but there's still that you know that connection and it's you know it's it feels like it's a you know it's a lovely thing to kind of observe and you know be a little part of sometimes and um it's a treasure it's an absolute treasure and I met Debbie um I knew Debbie at around because she was a swimming teacher but when I actually met her there was a spark and the spark has never gone never gone and I just I don't know what it is about Debbie but there's just something very very special mm-hmm. no but there is because no, you, have to appreciate it. you have to you have to appreciate it and I do because I've got lots of other friends or other acquaintances as Debbie does but and I have there's things about them but you know I often see them in like an onion in different layers mm. does that make sense yeah yeah, no, it's it's life's amazing when it does that. It's absolutely amazing. You know? I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life is is um, 
what is it Hans Christian Andersen says, life is the most wonderful fairy tale. Yep. Now, <laughs> along the way, <laughs> you can have your ups and downs, but really you want to make the most of it and make it that fairy tale, you know, definitely. And, you know, we laugh at so much, Jane. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. at, and I often think, you know, when, when things go wrong or people are a bit off with us and that, I think we will probably refer to that in a fun way you're going to give us something to I, don't, I can't explain it's not done cruelly but it's done I don't yeah, know Debbie. it's a way of getting rid of it <laughs> it's a way of keeping your sparkle yeah exactly exactly and Absolutely. Debbie's when we went out and Debbie's mum was out with us sometimes one of Debbie's mum's quotes was when we went for a cup of tea was get me something nice nice <laughs> wonder where I get it from me. <laughs> so yes now we're learning more now yes. we're learning more my grandma yeah, grandma used to say um just a couple of things uh are we having a drink <laughs> and what she'd mean is anybody got like something like and she'd mean maybe an alcoholic drink like a gin or a whiskey or something but it would always be uh, are we having something to drink <laughs> well isn't it <laughs> it's funny what you remember yeah. it's lovely so you yeah. know throwing those little quotes in now and then you know it's just lovely <laughs> and, and it's storytelling as well a lot of it isn't it <laughs> you know when we when we chat on a well, it's usually a Thursday morning or you know whenever although I did forget this week very sorry um it's but, yeah. <laughs> but Don't worry. You know, we just share stories of things that have happened to us in the week and you know we'll catch up on um Debbie's grandchildren's latest adventures and you know what's Ava been up to this week and uh, you know and just, oh yes he phoned me one day and said grandma could you bring your recipe book over I want to make cakes so I thought well that's a starter isn't it so I actually went out and I bought her um uh, the Great Bake Off book which has got a children's section in it so every week we've been baking something she made the best brownies ever, <laughs> didn't she? You got did. some, didn't you? They yeah. were gooey, they were lovely. They were kind of like the ones Louise we've bought in France a little bit, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. And uh, she's just so funny. She is just so funny. So that's very much been her adventure of the second that's lockdown. Lovely. Amazing. Well, the second lockdown. Some people say the third. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, well. so she sent me. So all of a sudden, on my phone, it'll pop up a picture of what we're making next, and the ingredients. So it's it's meringues actually, pink, yellow, and green meringues. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Yeah. nice. But Debbie, that's that's such a special thing to do because you'll grow up knowing that she did um, cooking or baking with her grandma, and I think that's just such a great. It's time, isn't it? It's connection and time. Exactly. Exactly. It's great. Really no. good. Now I need to. I've, I have a question to ask. How's the coat? That because they did. Two of your grandchildren did get a. You know, where's where's grandma? Where's your jacket? We need to play with your jacket. So of all the toys and all the things that they could do, they were playing in my jackets. That was yeah. the, the the four year olds giggling. Absolutely, <laughs> they were. And when they came in the next again week, they said, where's your jackets? <laughs> they went zooming off for them. Oh, okay. Now we're into the gardening gloves. Oh, oh okay. Come over. I've got little gardening gloves and they, they, they remember which pair are theirs. And, and I'm like that. Oh, don't mess up my garden now. <laughs> 
but no, I give them a specific thing. So we've moved from jackets to gardening gloves. Brilliant. So brilliant. It's like, yeah, that you can have that little patch over there that doesn't matter, that you can do what you want, but please don't touch the rest of my beautiful garden. Well, it's not that beautiful. But... <laughs> yeah, oh, Oh, it's funny. It's, and, it, you know, it, it, it feels quite exciting almost now because, like, for months we've been talking about, oh, it'd be so nice when we can re- meet up. And and as of, well, we're recording this on the Friday, the day that um, we yeah. can start to travel. That's great. It's like, oh, it's quite weird. And yeah, it's exciting, but kind of like this weird, that it's like, oh, we'll be able to travel and, oh, I'm allowed to do that. And I can go meet people for a coffee. I know. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I'm thinking I might bring my stove, Jane. Oh, Yes. <laughs> my tea and coffee and we could go a nice walk and I could yeah. get the stove going if you yes, fancy it. definitely and so another thing that we've learned over lockdown is um Louise likes um a picnic or uh taking a, sto- a little stove that she's treated herself to yeah. um, well, uh, it was John's birthday uh, on last Tuesday, Tuesday there and I had to go to work but Amy John and the doggy Bessie went off for the walk and they took the stove and the frying pan and had sausages for lunch and a cup of tea. Um, so I thought, gosh, my ways have moved on Brilliant. to the next generation. <laughs> and with the weather as it is at the moment, it's just, yeah. And, and I've been out, you could just find a nice little sunny patch and yeah. yeah. So yes, I'm definitely up for that. Yes, I'm going to bring my little, my little, my secondhand stove that I got off eBay, which I'm delighted with. Yeah, so I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, we can have we can have some of yeah some of our own adventures now. We're actually able to meet in person. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a laugh, isn't it? It's a bit of a it is. tackle. It is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sw- outdoor swimming at some point as well. Yes. That's one of the activities that. Um, yes. Looking forward to that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Although yeah. I need you to find me somewhere if it's sea that's got no seaweed because. I'm quite scared of seaweed. Yeah. No, leave that with me. We'll work that one out. And Debbie could be on the side with the teas and coffees because that's what Debbie likes to do. <laughs> yeah, the life. You can be our lifeguard just in case. And I yeah. haven't mentioned to my eldest daughter, Sarah, about the swimming yet and the dime bars. I need to speak to her as well. <laughs> so, yeah, in the spirit of telling, sharing stories, because this story all makes me laugh, just just give give our listeners a bit of an insight into the dime bar story because it so, is very funny. It's a funny story. So last summer we... Um, myself and my two daughters were doing a lot of outdoor swimming and we were, we'd found a wee area down in Long Nidri that we were swimming and uh, it's near rocks and we would take some sandwiches and a flask and things like that for afterwards and my eldest daughter bought a three pack of dime bars with her um, and laid them on top of the picnic bag and then we were swimming and she happened to stop and turn around to speak to me, and behind me, she could see that the seagulls had helped themselves to the dime bars. <laughs> and I've never seen someone get out the water so quickly <laughs> and chase the dime bars, which, which I think we only got about one, one, one five. Yeah. <laughs> but Sarah, to this day, will still say to me, "I can't believe the pigeons ate the dime bars." <laughs> not seagulls, Louise. Oh, seagulls. Sorry, not pigeons. Sorry, forgive me. <laughs> No, because you do you remember that time when we were at uh, Leith Academy High School delivering? Oh, yeah. We were sitting out on the wall, so that's why I get that. That's it right. makes me chuckle. See us, you know, from a distance, seeing it. It's the next minute they just picked up our sandwich and <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> But the dime bar's even funnier because all the wrappers are to get through. They're smart though because they banged them on the rock to open the to open wow. the 
pack. That's amazing. Smart. They were really smart how they'd done it. Yeah. See, um, you just watch yeah. and yeah, there's creativity and imagination everywhere, even in those pesky seagulls. <laughs> but um, I like it's my eldest daughter, Sarah. She's she's lo- they're all lovely. She has a different, she's got such a sharp sense of humor. So you know, I must mention to her about the swimming because she'll re- her her reply to me will probably <laughs> be quite funny. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it'll be, but I must. I'll say to her soon and see. I just say it to her to wind her up and see what she says. But, Amazing, yeah. and I love, and, I love the chat. Yeah, and and you know, I, what I find as you know, ref, just reflecting on this conversation <laughs> and the last twelve months is, you know, these are the little the little stories and the things that have, you know, given us each an insight into each other's lives yeah through these kind of storytelling and so I you know I've I've not met your 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 daughter you know I've, I've spoken to Ava but I've not met your grandchildren Debbie I've not met your children Louise but I've you know I've got this picture of an images in my head through the stories that we've told each other yeah. and you know I've shared you've heard Dulcie my niece um, talking and so now you know we share share you know stories yeah. on you know what she's been up to this week and the fact that this week I've you know we've we've I've been playing schools with her via FaceTime and and I was really naughty in art because I wasn't following instructions. So I got 3,000 days of detention. So, um, so yeah, just, yeah. And it's just how we've, yeah, the opportunity and the space we've had through these virtual spaces to kind of share those stories and Absolutely. just get an insight into each other's lives beyond probably what we would have done mm. in, because we'd have met up every so often, but we certainly wouldn't have sat and chatted every week. No. No. We wouldn't have had the time. We no. wouldn't have had the time. No. Because um, no. when, we, when we meet up, it's usually to discuss what, you know, what ideas have we got, how we move forward or whatever. Yeah. Whereas it was much more personal, wasn't it? Yeah. And now if we meet up, it'll probably be, let's just meet up for a chat. And if we end up talking about work, that's fine. But actually, <laughs> let's just chat. <laughs> so, I do, yeah, I just, you know, this, this whole series of, you know, it's, fascinating how I've met new people that I wouldn't have met but also have you know have in what could and it maybe it comes back to both of your quotes in what could have been quite a lonely isolating um mm. time when like we haven't been able to travel outside you know almost literally our village and you know meeting people but actually there's still been ways of connecting mm. and and finding Debbie that you talked about that human connection and that spark mm-hmm. um in a in a just in a different way mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm very very much looking forward to actually being able to meet in person again <laughs> and hopefully not <coughs> not watch seagulls eat dime bars um, but yeah <laughs> for coffee and for something nice so yeah so um just you know just wrapping up the conversation i think we've been chatting for about an hour uh, an hour, an hour half an hour um you know is there anything that i usually invite my um guests just to offer something to you know to finish so the last word lies with with you rather than my voice again um but yeah you know just an opportunity to invite you to share anything um that feels either from this conversation or that you'd like to leave people thinking about that feels important to you um i just ask these big questions at the end just to throw you <laughs> um i don't know make i mean to me it's just about make the most of every day mm-hmm. enjoy life you make it the way it is and uh-huh. just uh, 
enjoy it really make it that fairy tale exactly yeah and I think on the back of that also is I think we all underestimate the power we have to leave something special to people yeah you know whether it's a saying or a movement or a habit you know there's little things that you know people will remember about you and you don't even probably realize you do them half the time and that can be really special for people I think it can be quite a gift Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a really nice one to finish on, and that's another one, another wee quote of Mother Teresa, and it's all about spreading the love, really. <laughs> you know, without being soppy. I mean, you're not going to be deeply in love with everybody, but it's again that human connection and how you make people feel. <clears throat> Absolutely, and what a beautiful way to to end. So, thank you both, and yeah, here's to plenty more in person meetings, better swimming, and lots of stove and coffee drinking. There we are. With eggs. Oh, and cream <laughs> eggs. <laughs> I wonder which box will get finished first. Well, there's a challenge. There is a there challenge. You. <laughs> you have been listening to the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. My thanks again to my guests, Louise Finley and Deborah Taylor, and also to you for listening. Until the next time, take care.